Yo, 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 yiggity, yo. You already know what's going on. You already know who it is. My name is Corey Glass, and no, I'm not see-through. That would be very weird. Await Ministries podcast was created to teach the word of God and spread the gospel of Jesus to any and everyone. Let me make this clear. God created us to love us, and it's vital that we enter in relationship with him. He longs for the day that we allow him to do amazing things in our lives. If I'm being honest, without God, we are nothing. And if you lead this earth without knowing or accepting him, you wasted your life. And unfortunately, that is irreversible. Oh, brother. God has done amazing things in my life, and I would like to share my experiences with others. Thank you for tuning in, and hopefully you hear a message that sparks a flame in you to go and live a godly life. Yes, Sersky. Let's get to the lesson. First and foremost, thank you. Thank you for being the good God you are to us. El Shaddai, Lord God Almighty. Without you, we are nothing. You woke us up this morning, meaning you've given us another opportunity to glorify and praise your name. Lord, I ask that you place your anointing on this message so that someone might hear and gain insight and knowledge on who you are and how to be more like you. I ask that you give me the ability to deliver this message in such a way that those who choose to receive it and do so with clear understanding. Jehovah Jireh, Lord God, our provider, I pray that you bless and keep your holy hand over everyone under the sound of my voice. These and all other blessings we ask in your son Jesus' name. Amen. What's going on, Awake Ministries Nation? Yes, Sersky, it's your boy, Corey Glass, back at you with another one. Um, today is Monday. Yes, I know I'm late. Um, just catching up on a lot of stuff. Um, this past Sunday, I went to church again for the second time. And it's, it's been one of the greatest experiences ever. I ain't gonna lie to you. I go in there with so much heaviness. And I just leave with my soul so fulfilled. Um, especially the church I'm attending now was so powerful. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, <laughs> New Zion Temple. Located in Gary. Gary, Indiana. Um, uh, if you know, if you listen to this, I invite you out. No cap, they get down in that mug, boy. Instead of giving you a synopsis of the word I received on yesterday, I'll just go ahead and give you the whole service, the whole rundown. So, you know, because me personally, I believe that God is strong enough where you'll be able to feel it. I ain't gonna lie to you. With that being said, here's what I witnessed on this past Sunday. Stay tuned. Hallelujah, out of the strength that he's given us, hallelujah, God is really, really good to us, You make my world 
Hallelujah. And it was upside down. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. May you got it. Don't give your praise. Lord 
want to. I don't wear my mask like I should wear my mask. And I know I don't. You can say what you want to say. I have asthma and it bugs me. And sometimes with this mask on, I cannot breathe. I cannot teach with the mask on. People don't hear me clear on the phone when I'm talking to them. So you can say what you want to say. I depend on God. I said, you can receive it right now. 
word is right here that you open your heart and can feel you right as we speak it. And she said, I wanted, she kept saying, I wanted, I wanted so bad. She said, thank you for the words of encouragement, the words of wisdom. And we went on talking and talking and talking. And my heart just got overjoyed because that, that's the first time I've ever been able to actually share the gospel with the Philippine woman. And it was a blessing to me as well because she was so pleasant as well. So I was just telling the Lord, thank you, Jesus, because I said, Lord, wherever you send me, or whoever you lead me to, I'm going to give them the gospel. That is all I want to do is be able to spread this gospel and pray for me because I'm uh, Lord's will next week I, I'll be leaving on a trip going to another city, another state, and uh, I'm taking the gospel. So pray that the Lord will be in control because he's with me and he's in me. But pray that he be in control, because my desire is to see these souls get saved. That's, that's yeah, all I want. Yeah, Before I leave this life, I just want to be able to make a difference in somebody's heart. Yes, ma'am. Oh, 
church. I mean, yeah. no mom yeah. around Illinois. Yeah. And so she said, you know what? She said, thank God, because he told me to come to you. Mm -hmm. All right. I thank God how she took me over there. Hallelujah. I thank God. Hallelujah. 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 And we went back to South London. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the place that she was in, hallelujah, was no place for no child. Yeah. Oh, 
lady for the address. And we went to turn around and that was my baby. Y'all see how God working in the church. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. 
honor uh, District Elder Fred our own pastor is getting ready to come before you. We're going to ask that you don't mind to stand all over the church as we receive Suffolk Bishop John Reynolds in Jesus' name. Come on, give God praise. Now please give God the highest praise. Don't y'all let me just my life and you just lift up the highest and the best. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Seat to the house of the Lord. Amen. We are magnifying God and thanking God. Amen. For the richness of his presence. Hallelujah. God is in the house, y'all. song says, amen, uh, victory is ours, amen, yes, yes, yes. We, can tell, we can tell the devil to be behind me, yes. amen, that, that negative spirit, get thee behind me, that reticent spirit, get thee behind me, that divisive spirit, get thee behind me, that discouraging spirit, get thee behind me, that lying devil, Get you behind me. My God is a great God. I say he is a great God. Hallelujah. You can't tell me he's not devil. Hallelujah. You can't convince me that my God ain't real. He's real. God is real in my soul. Praise God. We thank the Lord, amen, for all that has transpired before us. Amen. I prayed, amen, that the Holy Ghost would just have his way today. Amen, amen, amen. I was, uh, amen. You might have noticed, I don't know, you might have noticed, amen, we didn't have a keyboard player today, praise the Lord. And uh, uh, because he had a prior commitment, praise the Lord, we were not really scheduled uh, to speak today. Uh, but when I called uh, District Elder uh, Abram, told him that due to what the weather forecast was saying, that we was gonna be with uh, El Bethel, he said, amen, you, you in charge. <laughs> I said, oh, <laughs> amen, he asked me to be the speaker, praise the Lord, and so I had to get my essential crew together, I had to send text messages, amen, my, thank God for my corresponding secretary, amen, to send text messages to all the church, praise the Lord. Amen. Put your hands together for all the essential workers that are here. Amen. Our musicians, amen. We have the ushers, the deacons, amen. Whoever else in his own staff, amen. Thank God for those essential workers that are necessary, that serve, that serve, amen, while we are in service. Amen. Thank God for each and every one of them that pressed their way out. Amen. Then I prayed, amen, that the Holy Ghost.
amen, would not let the people become discouraged because they may not hear any melodies, but that, that the melody of our hearts go up before the Lord and make melody, amen, before our God. Praise the Lord. And God is doing just that. I said God is doing just that. traveling yeah. over the highways and all that God give them safe passage to bring them back home safely. Amen. amen. And, and while and while they are away, amen, uh, District Elder trusted us to come in to the yeah. building. Amen. And El Bethel was here. Mother Walls is here. Yeah. David Walls, Bear Walls is here. Amen. My sister is here. Praise the Lord. And my brother uh, uh, in the back there, ministers, he's here. Praise the Lord. God bless all the regular members of, of El Bethel, thank God for you. Amen. Amen. I'm glad you're here. Because you can tell, you can tell, you can tell hey, Pastor Abrams after we're out here that we did not tear up El Bethel Apostolic Church. <laughs> you are our witnesses. Praise the Lord. Amen. God bless you. Amen. We uh, have been in uh, Indianapolis all of last week. Praise the Lord. And I came home abruptly on yesterday. Amen. And it's been a week of work for me. I am the chairman of the council. Amen. And it was a work week of work for me. Praise the Lord. Me and my wife just came back on, on yesterday. Amen. Grab some rest. Praise the Lord. Now we're back up in service. I wouldn't plan on preaching, but amen. When you're a minister of God, you don't get to choose your own agenda. All right. Amen. Amen. <laughs> So we had to say yes to the Lord amen, for this. And not regretful, but praising God that God counts us worthy to be in the and worthy to enunciate his word and the gospel of Jesus Christ. God bless you. Amen. I don't know how long we're going to be before you. But if you will, turn with us, if you will, amen, to uh, the book of 1 Corinthians. Praise the Lord. This all? Praise the Lord. Can y'all hear me? Amen. All right. Amen. All right. The book of 1 Corinthians, chapter number 2. And let's look at verses number 12 through 16. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians, chapter number 2, verses 12 through 16. And the text reads as follows. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is 
spiritual judges all things. Yet he himself is judged of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Amen. And we're stopping right there. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, my Lord, for our gathering, our assembly together. We praise you, my Lord, for the presence of the Holy Ghost here. Thank you, God, for this opportunity to speak words, edification, exhortation, and comfort to the ears, ears of those who are here today. Bless us, guide us, inspire, and instruct us. And we ask these mercies in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, man. You're seated in the house of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. From the first verse, where it reads, Now, now we have received. Now we have received. Not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God. Amen. That we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. I'm going to speak to you today from a subject entitled, Let's Get Spiritual. Amen. Amen. You tell yourself that. Catch the one here. Let's get spiritual. Let's get spiritual. Amen. Whisper to your neighbor. Let's get spiritual. Let's get spiritual. The church is challenged in today's world like it has never been challenged before. Our principles and our values are increasingly becoming distasteful to the everyday man, everyday woman. The principles that we have held dear and the principles by which the church, amen, lives are becoming, amen, uh, uh, distasteful, uh, unwanted by the world. And even some who are in the church, amen. some are departing from principles and the values of the church to embrace worldly things. The church is in the world but it is not of the world. Amen. God didn't take the church and take it out of the world. He saved us right where we are. Amen. And the church is submerged in the uh, periphery, if you will, the environment of worldliness, of demonic activity. The church is in the midst of all of that, and God would have it so. Mm -hmm. However, the danger of anything that is submerged into a different surrounding substance is the danger of infiltration of that same surrounding substance into the submerged body. If you're not catching hold of that, got it, got it. you can take a dry rag mm -hmm. and submerge it into wet water. <laughs> and you know what will happen eventually to the rag. It'll get soaked up by the submerging substance water and come out wet. Amen. 
The danger that exists in the church is becoming infiltrated with the values and principles of the world. And it is a warning expressed by the apostles uh, when they were present with us. For example, in 2 Peter chapter number 2, verse 1, Peter says, but there were false prophets also among the people. I told you, right. sometimes this is up in the church too. That's right. There were false prophets among, also among the people. Even as there shall be false teachers among you. Who privately or privately shall bring in damnable heresy. Even denying the Lord that brought them. And bring about themselves with destruction. That was the Apostle Peter. John says, beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. John says, he goes on and says, for there are certain men who have crept in unaware, who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness, or in other words, wantonness, unbridled passion. That's what we don't you normally know, use the word lascivious in our everyday vocabulary. Amen. If you, you, if you have used the word lascivious, amen, at all last week, I like for me, I like to see your hands. Y'all ain't use that word. But the word means something. It means something. Unbridled passions and desires. Mm -hmm. There are people that have turned the grace of our God into unbridled passions and self-centered desires and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That was the warning from the apostle. But brothers and sisters, Amen. We might be living in the age of Laodicea. Come on, come on. But that does not mean that everybody, every church member living during this time has the Laodicean spirit. Right. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. We might be living in a lukewarm age and lukewarm time, but you don't have to be lukewarm in your relationship with God. I am persuaded that no matter how many become seduced, <laughs> slicked, tricked, or deluded, God will always have a remnant who will not bow the knee to the devil or his devices or give anything, anything that the devil has to offer. Jesus said, upon this walk, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against that. If you believe that, give God some praise up in the air. 
sprinkled before us the, the things of God. I like how the apostles always, uh, they, they don't try to go into enumerating the, the, the benefits and blessings. They just say the things of God. Yes. And because the benefits and the blessings are too great to number and enumerate and list. They just say the things of God. And the apostle, amen, dangles the things of God before us as incentive for us to be spiritual. Mm -hmm. Amen. It says, it says in the text, now we have received. Now, now the now indicates, amen, the fact that uh, now that you have the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now that you have been born again. Now, now, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God. That we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. The apostle entices us with spirituality. Is anybody here can be enticed with spirituality? Entice means to attract. It means to lure. Hallelujah. Is anybody here attracted to the spiritual things of God? Does anybody here want to know the spiritual things that God has freely given unto you? Are you tantalized? Are you intrigued about what God has in store for you that you are willing to follow God and be closer to Him and get everything that God has given over to you? Do you want to know that? Are you interested in that? Is anybody here that wants to go deeper? Anybody here that wants to go higher? Anybody here want to go closer? Hallelujah. In 1 Corinthians 2, amen, verse 10 of our text says, But God hath revealed, he hath revealed them unto us by his spirit, by the Holy Ghost. For the Holy Ghost searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. You see, it takes the Holy Ghost, amen, in order to discover, amen, the things that God has given to them that love him. Because without the Holy Ghost, the deep things of God are hidden from the natural mind. They are hidden to the unspiritual mind. Amen. The things of God must be spiritually discerned. And you have, been, you have received the gift of the Holy Ghost, amen, so that you can discern, pick up, receive, understand the things that God has in store for you. Oh, hallelujah. Get the Holy Ghost. If you want to know anything about God, get the Holy Ghost. If you want to, uh, want to find out what God has in store for your life, for yourself, for your ministry, your calling, get the Holy Ghost. If you want to know why God put you on the earth in the first place, get the Holy Ghost. And God can reveal to you those deep and secret things. The text we have chosen for consideration is a text where the apostle emphasizes the necessity and blessing of being spiritual. Church, say spiritual. spiritual. Uh, 
Spirituality is, amen, that quality of life generated and nourished by the Spirit of God. It is that quality of life in which the belief with believers experience the power of God. It is experience, it is that quality of life, amen, that experiences the presence of God in the lives of the believers. Yes. Spirituality is a condition of life where the believers are in a relationship with God Almighty and His Word. Yes. I don't know about you, but that turns me on. Hallelujah. <laughs> when I think about who God is, when I think about what God has done, and understand that I can have a relationship with a God with somebody like that. Anybody here, can you feel me? Can you feel me? Anybody here remember that it was God who stepped out on nothing yes. Yes. and said, let there be. Yes. Anybody remember that? Yes. And in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Yes. Anybody can recognize that? Yes. That same God has made it possible for you and I to have a relationship yes. with him. Yes. Ooh, I love that. I'm excited about that. Hallelujah. True spirituality comes from living under the control of the Holy Ghost and is evidenced by the fruit of the Spirit, evidenced by spiritual maturity and growth in holiness. Does anybody here want to be spiritual? You got to grow up. You got to grow in God. Hallelujah. The first lesson of our text, and I'm almost, almost through. First lesson of, uh, from our text is that our spirituality is a result of us having, first of all, and I've already said this, receiving the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. Amen. This lesson teaches us that in order to maintain our spirituality, we must practice interaction with the Holy Ghost, amen. We must practice, amen, reciprocal action. We must practice, amen, effect. And we must practice influence with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. That's what it means. That's what it means to interact. We must interact. We, we must, we must, we must, we must practice a, a reciprocal, a reciprocal action. Amen. You know what reciprocal is. Praise God. Amen. You give it and something comes back. Amen. Throw it out and cut back. Yes. Amen. Reciprocal action, reciprocal effect, and reciprocal influence of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you're gonna put, you're gonna put something out there, it's gonna come back. Yeah. I must, I must, the Holy Ghost, I must reach out, Amen, to Him who lives forever. Yes. And because reciprocal action, He will reach back out to me. express love to him and he in reciprocal action will express love back to me 
the program. <laughs> it might be written on paper that you can this first, you can that first, you can this back. It might be written down by love and regard to you.
without the Holy Ghost. Let's say amen for the word. experience was amazing bro like it was like being stuck in time like when I tell y'all I be going into the church before I go in I be having so much on my mind like my mind be racing thoughts just be jumbling together yada yada whoop de whoop and it's like as soon as I get in the spot and then they get the they get the devotion started they start to sing it oh man you start to feel that thing when you got a church full of folks on the same vibe as you, that's inviting God into the place. That's how you, that's how you feel God's presence. That's how he, that's how you invite him. Praise. That's what it is. And it's like you got a room full of people praising him. Man, you're going to feel that thing and it's going to be powerful. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, even, even the worst sinner can sit in the church like that. And, and he going to feel something. I'm telling you, he might feel off. Or he might feel weird or uncomfortable, whatever it is, but he gonna feel something, I'm telling you. Um, that's only my second service. The first one was wonderful, and it was a car service. They was outside, you know, so. But it was all sweet. It was wonderful. It was amazing, man. I don't know how else to describe it. You know, it was, I felt God himself. I ain't gonna lie to you. I felt the presence of God every time with New Zion, man. Those, those people are so powerful. One thing about it, when I was little, I used to, I didn't like church because, you know, it was quote unquote a bunch of old people there. It wasn't a lot of members. So it was boring to me, right? I was going to church for like, you know, the scenery or, or to ha quote unquote have fun. I was young, so I wasn't receiving much revelation, you know. But 
my mindset on that has completely changed because the majority of the people in this church are elders. And one thing that comes with age is wisdom. And you got all these church-going folks. They got some wisdom on them, you know. They got some God in them. So it's so good to be around an environment like that. Because, you know, they got their priorities straight. Their heads on straight. You can go to them for advice, et cetera, et cetera. It's like they they just good people to have around you and in your life, you know. It's, 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 it's complimentary, you know. The young and strong mixed with the old and wise. So everything work out perfectly. Man, I think I'm going to probably give my, uh, my testimony on the third service. That's probably how that's going to go down. I got to type it up or something. Make it short and brief. Oh, man. The lady that was giving the testimony about the COVID mask, she went off. It was so funny. Because prior to her giving her testimony, before the service even started, I heard a lady say something about, you can be in a crowd full of people. If you got your mask on, you're not going to catch it. She was talking about COVID. And... One thing about one thing I'm learning how to do is keep my mouth shut in situations that don't involve me, or like if I don't have anything productive to say. Cause the old me would have would have showed told her about herself and told her how wrong she was. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry, but I feel like I'm not necessarily saying Kobe was fake, but the whole mask thing, bro. I'm sorry that that little piece of paper is not gonna keep you from catching that COVID. If, if you're not resistant to it, if you're not immune to it, I'm, I'm sorry. Let's keep it a buck. You're still breathing in the same air. Like the government is playing with y'all's heads and you don't realize it. But that's another story for another day. But anyway, the lady, she stands up and she just states her whole case in regards to the mask. And how sometimes she wear it and sometimes she not going to wear it because she can't breathe. Simple as that. If you got a problem with it, you got to kick rocks. And I, I was sitting right beside her. And it was hilarious because I agree with every word she was saying. I was laughing so hard through my mask. I had my on. Like, I don't agree with wearing it, but just out of respect for the people. And I'm already new there. So, you know, ain't no point in causing problems where ain't no need, especially a newbie. So it's like, you know, it was just hilarious, man. That was my laugh in church for that day. I ain't gonna lie to you. But yeah, man. Shout out to New Zion Temple. Apostolic. No kizzy, man. Really put me back on track. I can't even lie to you. I feel so good when I get out of there on Sunday, man. I just be jumping around joyful. Gosh, man, I be feeling amazing. I can't wait till next Sunday. But thank y'all for tuning in. Hopefully somebody felt something. Hopefully somebody got an experience out of that, man. Ain't no way you can just tell me you just walked away from, from listening. If you, if you listened all the way through, there's no way you can tell me that you didn't feel something. Hoo-wee! <laughs> God bless y'all. Stay awake.